What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on The Boochcast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yes, sir. He's been broken. Yes, sir. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to The Boochcast, the one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude? Dude, that's yes, it's me, the broke soulless ginger, Zach Scott. And I'm sorry for not being there for Works Collide. Later, I'm going to get my explanation. Vinny, motherfucker, you got to cover it. But that's not the part. We're going to wait till later. I thought this card was very, very good. Except for maybe one or two things, especially one particular fucking match. And otherwise that, I enjoyed it many what do you think about tonight's card um i thought it was very good um i was overall impressed few moments some moments were good some moments were like what the hell but um of course we kicked the show off with tyler Bate, the former nxt uk champion Bate says he just wants to take this moment to thank the fans from the bottom of his heart he goes on to thank everyone who backed nxt uk from the beginning Bate also wants to thank braun breaker as much as he would have loved to have walked away with both titles they still managed to create some magic gallus interrupts we'll Wolfgang says Bates should be apologizing because he basically let he disappointed the entire locker room. Bates responds that Gallus didn't hold their side of the bargain either. Where are their unified tag team titles?
Gallows. Mark tells Bait there are three of them and one of him. Gallows attacks Bait. Breaker hits the ring and makes the save. Bait and Breaker clear the ring, and Breaker challenges Gallows to a tag match. I thought this promo was absolutely fucking wonderful. As, as said right there, as you as well repeated it, that uh, um, Bait came out, I wish I won, but the better man won, and Gallows came out there. They were talking shit. I was thinking, and uh, you heard the fans, uh, heard the fans, NXT fans, they were saying, you lost too. You lost too. I was like, well, yeah, you did. And Taylor Bay pointed out, well, you guys lost as well. You don't have the gold around your waist. And the, that, uh, that brawl came out, brawl breaker came out, saved the day, and tonight we'll have Bate the breaker taking on Gallus. So, question for you, Vinny. Okay. Did you understand Gallus, what they were saying at all? Yes. Question, which weird question. Okay, I was like, some people do, some people don't. I was like, you just got to pay attention. If not, put the subtitles on. Well. Sometimes you can't understand a Scottish person. I mean, I mean, they speak English. They just have thick Scottish accents, but they're easy to understand. You watch Braveheart enough times, you can decipher it. Prime example, me. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I thought this promo was fucking wonderful. It was yeah. good. Uh, yeah. I, I liked it. It's just there's one part that annoyed me and it's because a lot and it's, it's not even necessarily Gallus personally it's just it's something I see all the fucking time in wrestling it's old it it's tired it needs to go away which is the whole there's three of us and one of oh, you okay I'm sick of this okay first of all first of all first of all we don't need a math lesson okay we're we're not here for a math class we're here to see some fucking wrestling you don't need to remind people that there's three of them and one of you because first of all first of all we know common sense wise in a three-on-one fight it is almost impossible to win and I even said this on the male soap opera moment unless you're stone cold Steve Austin or sting you're getting your ass kicked if you're outnumbered. Fact. Just a fact. So, we're aware of that. Plus, you know every time somebody says that, someone else is gonna come running out. It's predictable. It's been done to death. It doesn't work. You might as well have just, you know, tried to justify why you didn't win, how you you guys losing the tag match is different from Tyler Bate losing. You know, you could have said there was interference. There was, it was a fatal four-way. You know, th- shit happens. Like, there's, I wish heels would come up with just clever shit to say. That's the problem with a lot of heels in pro wrestling. They're not clever. Like, I'll, I'll use Triple H as an example. Anytime Triple H lost or fucked up or had interference he always had something to justify his behavior like you know the rock had stone cold to help him whatever well didn't you have everybody here helping him yeah it's because i'm smart that's strategy you know i'm the game i do whatever it takes to win you know shit like that it's like it's like i don't know what happens it's like it's like people think they're heels that their iq has to drop 20 points no it don't that's not what it means i just hate that shit so that part was annoying but it did set up the tag match for later so I guess it did its job I just me personally I just hate that it, it annoys me personally and I wish you could just look just let the visual do the talking you know what I mean Mm, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Yes. And speaking of the tag titles, we cut to the backstage area where we see Pretty Deadly sitting there with their unified tag team titles, the uh, the UK tag belts and the NXT tag belts, which they've apparently won twice. They're now on record as four-time tag team champions because they were the tag team champions in the UK. Then they came to the States and won the regular tag belts, and then they just unified the belts at Worlds Collide. So Pretty Deadly's dr- bragging about the fact that they're probably the best tag team in NXT. Or they're trying to say they're the best tag team of all time right now. You know, doing the whole yes boy, which I enjoy. Then you got fucking Last Legend coming out and talking about how um they're the best no matter what the internet says. And they're like, wait, what's the internet saying? And apparently everyone's saying that they needed Damon Kemp to help them win. So now Pretty Deadly's getting pissed off because everyone thinks that they hired Damon Kemp or convinced him to turn on the fucking Diamond Mine. They're like, no, we don't need him. We did this on our own. This is us. And now they're off to clear their names. They're losing their goddamn minds. And they basically grab the regular NXT belts and they get Last Legend to try and frame the UK ones because they're just going to put those up as mementos because there's only one champion in NXT now. Um... Much as I don't want to say it, these uh, Motley Crue groupie looking motherfuckers are kind of growing on me. But when I found out that they won all the belts, I was like, yeah, 
okay, I, I'm not happy with it, but I'm not upset with it. This right here made me laugh, and I enjoyed it somewhat, but I'll get a hard on like somebody here for these fuckers. But anyways, moving on. Yes, boy. Uh, we're going to move on now to the next match of the evening. We got some tag team action here. We got Toxic Attraction versus Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. Uh I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, it was a good match for all four ladies, but up a good fight. I think Benny did it. I think this went on a way too long. Well, how short did you want the match to be? Maybe about about three more minutes. That not maybe about a good seven minutes. And uh, personally, I think uh, Toxic Attraction could have been put her fight, but at least Nikki Ash and Dewdrop put Toxic Attraction out of the women's tag title belt. Yeah, I can understand it where those two won. I don't like their gimmicks just as much as you do, but it puts Toxic Attraction. Out their women's tag title and put them up there. You never know. It could fucking work. And did you notice that dude drop was bleeding? Yes. You know how? Yeah. Uh, was it was it Jane that kicked her in the face? Yep. Yeah, and, and if that was Jane, I'll immediately assume that message would go back and immediately apologize. Oh, the men can bleed, but the, uh, but the women can't. That would not look good. No, 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 no. Okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, let me stop you right there. Man or woman, if you got to get color, you get color. I know if Gator was listening, he probably wouldn't like that. Mission Bucciarelli, they do not deserve to get color. Gator, shut up. So Shut up. Go. No, Gator. No, Gator. Okay, because he doesn't. Okay, look. I don't. If blood is blood is blood. Here are the facts. JC, the problem with Dewjob was clearly she got busted open hard way. This is not a match where she was planning on getting color because her nose is gushing blood because she got kicked in the face real hard. JC Jane definitely owes Dewdrop an apology. Now, depending on the apology, Dewdrop can do one of two things. One, forgive and forget. Hey, accidents happen. I know you didn't mean it. I'm a tough old, I'm a tough girl. I can handle it. Or Dewdrop owes JC Jane a receipt. Now, Mm-hmm. Zach, do you know mm-hmm. what a receipt is, or can I move on? Uh, I, I, um, can I try my best to explain it? Please sure, go ahead. Up. Go ahead. Let me. All right, say that happens. That, uh, that dude drop doesn't, not like, uh uh-uh. uh, you made me bleed, I get to make you bleed, and she makes Jane bleed as well. Yeah, that's it. But am I all- right or am I wrong? You're, you're right. Um, so there's only one thing I'm going to tweak is doesn't necessarily mean she has to bleed, it just means she owes her a stiff shot. That's a receipt. So, okay, okay. Doesn't necessarily mean she has to bleed, but because she might hit her in the nose and she might not bleed. But either way, she owes her a shot. You know, that's, that's a receipt, which means you hit me really hard now i'm gonna hit you really hard that's the receipt and usually it depends on the situation like in this case a receipt is warranted but there are some times where someone might be working a little stiff and sometimes you'll give the person a chance like yo ease up chill like usually give them like two chances like um the one example i know is like and i told this story to gator was um uh one time hulk hogan and randy savage were wrestling at a house show and hogan and randy randy was pissed off at hulk over something stupid and petty um so randy had a side headlock on Hogan, but he was doing a real actual headlock where he's like really wrenching on his head. And Hogan's telling him, he goes, he goes, yo, Randy, ease up. You're squeezing too hard. Randy wouldn't let go. He kept cinching it in. And Hogan said, brother, I'm gonna tell you one more time. You better ease this. You better ease up. Still wouldn't ease up. At that point, Hogan wraps his arms around Randy's waist to get the tight waist lock on him. And he tells Randy, you either ease up right now or I'm gonna dump you on your head. And that's when Randy eased up on the headlock because he knew Hogan could lift him. So he wasn't fitting to fuck around at that point. He said, I'm going to dump you on your head, which is normally a no-no in wrestling. But if the brother's not going to ease up, then you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes shit can get real in that ring. Now, I don't think JC did that on accident, but she still owes Dewdrop the apology. Now, if Dewdrop decides to accept it, great. If not, she probably has a receipt coming away. Or she might accept it and still give her a receipt. Because all I know is if at any point they have a rematch and JC gets busted up, we know why. And so, but either way, this, I thought this was a solid tag team match. Very well done. Um, but I do hope this puts toxic attraction at the back of the line. Cause I'm getting annoyed with them. Then we cut to, uh, we see Apollo Cruz, who's basically upset over the raking of the eyes by Grayson Waller, who apparently messed up his vision and wanted to permanently blind him. And so he can't see the beautiful scenery. And now he's talking about getting revenge and he looks at the camera. He's got all this red shit around his eyes. Yeah, I mean, I find it not that entertaining. Maybe I understand, but this right here was kind of boring to me. I was like, he would maybe a little bit emotional. He says, like, I'm gonna, after I recover, I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. He just stared at the kid with his red eye. I was like, okay, you could have said something there, dude. But otherwise, I was like, yeah, I thought it was boring, but I understand the promo. You? I thought this was, I think this is stupid. 
Like, I mean, I really do. Like, okay, whoop de doo Poked you in the eyes. You know how many times, especially going through these pay-per-view reviews, watching a lot of these old classic pay-per-views that Gary and I are going to be recapping soon? You know how many times I have seen some uh, a heel, a bad guy wrestler, poke somebody in the eye or rake somebody's eyes in a match? You know how many times? A lot. A fuck ton. In a fact, lot. a boatload. Yes, it's boatload. the heel's go-to move when the babyface is beaten down on him. He'll literally just go doink and then fight back. This is the f- really Apollo Cruz is that big of a pussy that a little dot to the eye is really causing you to be like, I'm blurred and I'm blind and I almost was blind like get the fuck I'm sorry this is dumb I can understand if he had like an object in his hand like at least when in AEW when Moxley had that eye patch for a while it's cause Jericho took a fucking spike and put it in his goddamn eye or when or when Rey Mysterio had the eye patch on him it's cause Seth Rollins was damn near shoving his eye into the goddamn steel steps and that made him do that horrible eye for an eye match that I hope we never see anything stupid like that ever again I mean seriously that should not be enough to injure somebody's eye. I mean, this is, I'm sorry, this, this is goddamn ridiculous. I don't know what the, what the end game's gonna be for this, but this is a fucking stupid storyline. I don't know, Zach, am I out of line? Mm, no, you're not, but I, maybe uh, I agree with you, maybe I don't, but I saw that, uh, right, I was like, mm, dude, not making this believable. You can still fucking see, if you put a patch over your eye, or actually show where, hey, look, this actually happened to me, make it believable, oh, okay, but you could probably 100% still see, I had a, I bust a blood vessel on my I want time to look red like that, rather than my hair. Here's the term. Ha ha ha. But you can still see. It just looks creepy. Wait, if it was redder than your hair, how the fuck were you able to see? You know what I mean. And on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening. We got JD McDonough versus Wesley. Did you enjoy this? I did. Wesley put up a good fight. It was physical between two of these young guys. JD got some West moves in. West got some moves in. But I thought that um, that that vicious hip hit from JD was vicious. I thought it was done at that point, but Wesley kicked out. And then in the end, JD hit his finisher. One, two, three. JD won. And rightfully so. I was like, I like this guy. He's got a vicious streak in him. And Wesley put up a good fight. He's growing on a tad bit. What about you? I thought it was a good match. Um, yeah, it was good. It was J- JD McDonough basically trying to prove a point. Um, the only complaint that I have was I felt it was, get- there were times where I'm like, okay, this is getting a little too spot, spot monkey-ish for me. Like, like with JD McDonough, I feel like sometimes his moves don't match his gimmick. Like, if your whole gimmick is about pressure points and systematically torturing somebody or twisting limbs or whatever, you need to do a little less, a little more wrestling and a little less flippy, I think. Like, Wesley is very much in that spot monkey area, but I feel like McDonough needs to start doing more moves that are, like, you know, emphasizing body parts. Kind of like kind of like Randy Orton when he would, like, stomp on somebody and, like, walk around and kind of do that. I feel like that's what JD needs to do is more of that. Like, taking an arm and really twisting it or taking a leg and twisting it a weird way and, you know, trying to bend, the, bend something in a place as it shouldn't be bent. Kind of like when Pete Dunne had that obsession with fingers. He was always bending fingers back or setting a move up to where you could snap somebody's fingers because that was his gimmick. It worked it in the match. I feel like we need to see more of that from JD, and I don't feel like we're seeing enough of that. Like, you, your your promos aren't matching what you're doing in the ring, and that's where I have a problem. Your Your gimmick has to be your gimmick at all times. So if you're going to tell somebody, I know the right way to twist this shoulder. All right, well, I need to see you twist that goddamn shoulder. Mm. And that's, yeah. And we need to see more of that from him. But like I said, it was a good match, but it's not fitting JD's gimmick. And then we cut to the backstage area where we see good old Cora Jade. And she confronts Amiko Satamora. Talks about how she's a legend in the business, but we're in the generation of Jade. And she wants to have a match with her. And Miko decides to turn down the match and basically accuses her of being scared of her. And she goes, no, it's because I already have an opponent. And she says, I'm fighting the talented Roxanne Perez. And then Cora gets pissed. <laughs> Because she's basically saying, I'd rather, I would rather wrestle Roxanne than wrestle you. Which is kind of like fucked up. But yeah, I'm a legend in this business and I'd rather share the ring with her than you. That's a big fuck you, isn't it? Oh, it's a fuck you. When it's coming from a legend, because regardless of how I might feel about Satomura, and so far I like her, um, she is a legend. 
I can't, I can't take that away. I can't take that away from her, and I wouldn't do that. So when a, if a legend has the opportunity to share the ring with somebody and they don't pick you, it's a fuck you. <laughs> you challenge a legend and they turn you down because they don't want to share the ring with you, that's a fuck you. Fuck you. Because when you're a legend, that's the number one question they ask you is, who would you like to work with? And, you're, and if your name's not on the list, that means they don't give a fuck about you. That means you are not worth me coming out of retirement. You are not worth me having one more match. Nope. There is no there is no money to be made with your bitch ass. And yep, not at all. She fired up bother me. She fired up bother me. Wait, 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 wait. Exactly. So then we move on to that very match right here. Roxanne Perez versus Miko Satamora. Much as I don't want to say it, I fucking enjoyed the living shit out of this. This was fucking great. And Miko Satamora impressed the shit out of me. This is the first time I've ever seen an action at that show. Alright, we'll get to that here fucking soon. Otherwise than that, I'll I was like, holy shit. I was like, this was good. Because here's the thing. There was a no spot monkey bullshit. Maybe some Roxanne Perez, but look at the size of her. But I thought for a second Perez was going to win. But Nico Zamora, I have to say her name, won the match rightfully fucking so. Then Corey J tried to be a sneaky little bitch and hit her. And Nico came out there and saved her. And probably next week we're going to see Nico Samartra going against Corey J. I enjoyed the living shit out of this match. I enjoyed the living hell. What about you? Oh, it was fantastic. It was was good. Roxanne put up a fucking great, wonderful fight. She impressed the shit out of me. She just shit up one when she won in the past. But this right here, I was like, all right. I was like, hell yeah. She she did it really go on the top rope. She tried her best. I was like, I was like, so screw this. She wants to do this, and she put up a good fight. Yeah, that was house fight. Uh, no, it was not a house fight. No, okay. But it was it basically what it was was Satamora is very old school because she's one of those Japanese wrestlers that's been around for a long, long time. Like 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 one of the things that he mentioned in the promo is she was all the way back in WCW days when WCW had a, had a women's title for a brief period of time. So uh, I can't—I don't think she was ever the women's champion but she competed in the tournament to crown one for the first time ever and so she's very old school and a lot of the Japanese wrestlers that are old school know the psychology and don't do the insane spot monkey stupid shit you see today. Like believe it or not there was a time when New Japan Pro Wrestling was watchable back when it had the legends that we know that wrestled in Japan because those guys would go to Japan they would Whoa. like Hogan was a prime example whenever he wasn't in WWE or if he had some time off from the road he'd go to Japan because he could make money he could party he knew the place very well like going to Japan was a, was like a easy money and a lot of fun and those were the places where Hogan actually wrestled like people thought Hogan couldn't wrestle I tell them watch his matches in Japan Hogan can do the easy the, 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 all the shit that you guys think he can't do is he didn't do them in the states because that's not what they paid to see he didn't need to do that shit to get over. A lot of other people do. Why? Because you got no fucking personality. If your personality is shit, you have to be good at what you do. You have to have skills in certain areas. You know, it's like, you know, it's like if you're a guy and you don't make a lot of money, you damn well better be good looking. But if you got money in the bank, you can look like Dr. Evil and get all the fucking pussy you want. Or somebody like you. And I get and I get some good damn pussy. So, thank you. There we go. There you go. So, anyway, hell of a great match. Uh, loved every, loved it. Like I said, Roxanne had a little bit of a uh, flippy stuff in her, but it was timed very well. And of course, in the end, um, Sadamora got the win uh, with Scorpion with Scorpion Rising. And then after the match, they did the traditional bow at the end, and that was her way of showing respect. And then of course, Cora Jade attacks Roxanne from behind with the pipe, and then Sadamora runs back to the ring, but Cora slithers out, walks away. They call her a coward, which a heel is supposed to be. So I have no objection to that. But now, like you said, it looks like it's going to be Sadamora and Cora Jade. Now, they haven't made it official. At least I don't think they have. I didn't see anything unless you did. Um, but yeah. So, I did it. Yeah. So, but if it doesn't happen next week, it's going to happen soon. I don't know if NXT mm-hmm. is another big event coming up soon or not. But if they do, we can expect to see that there. Or they might save that for the Roxanne Cora Jade rematch that's going to be coming up down the road as well. So either way, this was this was a good match and a good segment. And all around, everything worked out great. It did. Is it not? Yes. We then cut to the backstage area with good old Damon Kemp, who basically tells the story about betraying the diamond mine because they didn't respect him. He also confessed to being the guy who took out Roderick Strong in the parking lot. And he said that when the when the Creed brothers were telling him to calm down and not really endorsing what he was 
was saying, that was the moment he decided to turn on them and take them out of the picture and cost them the tag team titles. And he's basically said that's all he's going to say for now. But obviously, uh, we have not seen the last of Damon Camp. And I'm pretty sure when Roderick Strong uh, gets out of the hospital and is healed up, I see him and Damon Camp going one-on-one. It's going to happen. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's going to happen. At least he explained himself why he did what he did. It was a good promo. I was like, all right, I see what you're saying. That you cost a bit. And I was like, you sneaky little fucker. And it made me smile. Like, all right. As much as I hate to say it, I don't like to see the Creed Brothers losing the titles to the Marley Crew wannabes. But this right here was a hell of a promo. Yes. I joined the Living Shit So we cut to another section of the backstage area. And we see um, the Don of NXT. So he's back there. <laughs> and basically, you know, he's sitting there talking with Stacks and everything. Thing. And then the next thing we know, in walks pretty deadly, the tag team champions. And they come over and they're sitting and they're actually praising them, telling them to hang out. They're all talking, having a good fucking time. And then it's like, hey, man, we got to hand it to you. How'd you get Damon Kemp to uh, help you guys out? But at first he's telling, congratulating them, like, you guys pulled off a win. He goes, yeah. He goes, we didn't pay him anything. It's like, oh, so you, wait, you got him to do that shit for free? And they're like, we didn't get his help. We had nothing to do with it. And Tony's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, whatever. We know what's going on. So they pretty deadly gets pissed off and they fucking walk away. Um, but overall, like I said, I thought it was a great fucking segment. Zach, what you think? I thought it was fucking horrible. You didn't like it? No, I didn't because I had to see I had to see somebody on there. And by the way, I'm going to go off on him right now. Fuck you. Do you want to know why? You greasy bullheaded fuck. I had, I've been working since last Thursday. I had to do Friday a double. Saturday a double. And also I had to do three doubles in a row. That's three. Can you count that high? I wonder sometimes for you, okay? You say you, you, you know, I don't know what tire it is. Okay, at your job, you get to sit down, type all shit, drive around, big deal. You don't get sleep because it's your own fucking fault, not mine. My job is a hundred times more, ten times physical than your ever will be, okay? And not to mention, also, bowl our fucking dinner, bowl our dinner. We cook our fucking dinner. At least none of us are fat and overweight and die by time we're fucking 50. At least we can live to be 89 years years old. So, for that little fucking rant or class or whatever this last pay-per-view was with NXT, okay, fuck you, kiss my Irish ass, and I also, at the end of this, I would dump my nuts and marriage and make you get a taste back home and go home and jerk off the fucking godfather. Fuck you. Suck it. Go suck my 12 matches Irish dick and go out from there. Darn the pasta eating, Corona eating motherfuckers. Fuck you. Thank you. That's all I have to say. Yes. Zach, Zach with the same old shit. Getting triggered. Apparently, he didn't listen to the whole fucking thing that I was saying. Cause... No, I heard the whole fucking thing. Oh, you uh, did? You did? Yes, I did. I was tired. I didn't want to fucking do it. Okay, first of all, Zach, if you had heard the whole thing, you would know that I anticipated you coming in talking about my current job that I do. See, that's what you're not getting. You keep comparing what you do now to what I do now. My job is way more stressful and way more physical than yours. See, what you don't understand is I've been where you are. I've done the hard work that you've done and still did this. Still did this. That's the point I'm making. See, that's why I said, and that's why I said, hold on, I let you talk. Now, what I said, that's why I said, I don't accept being tired as an excuse. I don't. It's never going to happen. Not with you. Not with, I didn't accept it when Elvis would say it to me. I didn't accept it when Desmond said it to me. Half the time, I wouldn't even accept it when John said it to me. But of course, on the phone, I'm nice. Half the fucking time. Because I can't put a gun to your head and make you do it. But Motherfucking you me up. being tired or you being tired doesn't work for me because I've done that. Now, if another emergency happened like, hey, I got family issues or hey, I'm sick with COVID or. I gotta go to the hospital or I got a death in the family, you know, something like that. I'll take those excuses all day long because those are valid reasons to not be available for something. Or even Gator Sam. I had a fucking violent reason. I didn't want to fucking do it. I was, like I said, I was tired. No, shut up. T-I-R-E-D. Okay, Minnie. Now we can spell. Fuck what you say. You do not watch this just like I fucking do. Okay, so fuck up. And also, lay off the leprechaun. At least I don't look like the old guy from fucking Six Life commercial. So fuck you. Hey, this old guy from Six Flags is still mowing him down. No, really, really. Really, really, where's the boss at? Where's that accent at? Come on now. You can put, put on 
eating meatball motherfucker. See, that's the thing you do. Every time you go to this because you have this unhealthy issue with Italians. It's it's fucking weird and you've never gotten the fuck over it. No, uh, too fucking bad. Neither that's what I'm you. saying. You've ne- it's a fucked up issue you've had. First of all. Second of all, you keep forgetting mm. I'm half Irish. Mm. I understand. I'm that, not a full blooded fucking Italian. God, you act like you fucking do. I'm sorry. I have a father who's Italian. I spent most of my life around the Italian side of my family. I didn't meet most of the what? Irish side of the family till my grandmother died. That's when I met the extended version of my mother's family. For most of my life, it was just my dad's side of the family. So when you hang out with a lot of Italians, you pick up the Italian fucking traits. Plus, my mother learned to cook Italian food somewhere in her life. And that's what happened. And the thing is about being Italian, I didn't have a fucking choice. One day, my mother went to a club, saw an Italian man, and decided, I want his Italian sausage on my Irish rainbow. And boom, nine months later, I showed up. (laughs) That's what the fuck happened, okay? See, 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 right there. And I make the Irish jokes because it's a it's a response to all the Italian shit that you say. What do you say? I never do that. You just fucking did it, you idiot! An entire everybody they fucking heard you. First of all, so that's what happens. You say all this Italian shit to me, so I throw the Irish shit back at you. All the Irish jokes that I made were in response to all the Italian shit you throw, and it's usually the same shit. Oh my god, we eat a lot of pasta. Like I said, at least we have food we can chew. Yeah, you can chew off some meatballs because you like love the taste of balls in your fucking mouth. And you like hot liquid in yours. <laughs> First and fucking foremost, this ain't fucking done. I'm fuck you. I don't give a fuck. I was tired. I didn't want to do it. I just we're gonna do the fuck on. You, you motherfucker, you. We're gonna get letters. Otherwise than that, that's all I have to say about that. Let's move the fuck on now, shall we? Alright, well, now that we dealt with that, now I have a chance to come back to that Maybe. voice later. That makes sense to do it now, so now let's move on to the next match of the evening, since Zach's so eager to talk about it. Fucking Ricochet goes one-on-one with Trick Williams, accompanied by Carmelo Hayes. Uh, not, I didn't really enjoy it. I think this is, this is filler, and it went back and forth, Ricochet doing his spot monkey bullshit. I wish Trick Williams won, but in the end, Ricochet one, which is bullshit. Hopefully, once again, here soon, once again, we're going to see Ricochet and Carmelo Hayes for the uh, North American Championship match. And for what Vinny introduces match, did you enjoy this? Of course not. It was Ricochet. Uh, I do it. I know you don't. I mean, I pretty much understand why you don't like Ricochet. I don't like Ricochet. I was like, yeah, can we get this over with, please? And we did, so go ahead and say your thoughts. I mean, I think Trick did a hell of a job in this match. I was more impressed with him, but mm-hmm. you put Ricochet in a ring, I instantly not interested because I know what you're going to see when that bell rings so Ricochet is of no interest to me I don't necessarily despise him the way I hate and loathe certain other wrestlers in the business I just don't enjoy him which I agree you hate certain people who do the same exact thing but you just say I just don't like Ricochet you don't call him like a I'm just going to say it like Kenny Omega and the Dog Fox or certain other people make a W reference but I understand where he comes from Yeah. yeah I don't hate him the way I hate Kenny and the Bucks and Riddle and Miz no. and Charlotte. Ricochet's not in that category of hate. It's just leave Riddle sp- out of it. He's just a spot monkey, and I can't enjoy him. That's really no, it. No, I can't either. That's about as far as we go with that. And he gets a recoil, shooting okay. star press, one, two, three, it's over. Well, one thing about it, though, I will give to Ricochet, like somebody else who's about to come up. He's got a good heart. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So, on that note, we cut to the backstage area, again. and once again, we go again, we're greeted by the Don of NXT. And he's sitting there, you know, after the awkward moment with the fucking pretty deadly over there. And next thing you know, hey... <laughs> Good old Cameron Grimes shows back up. (laughs) Tony D tells him, hey, we gave you some time to think. You know, reconsider our offer. And Cameron ultimately says no. You know, and Tony tries to explain to him, look, you ain't got a lot of friends back here. You don't want to turn down this offer. It's a bad idea. Things get a little confrontational. Next thing you know, Cameron takes the fucking coffee, throws it on fucking stacks, decides to fight everybody. Next thing you know, Tony D picks him up. Boom, you're a through the fucking table. And that's what happens when you cross the fucking Don. See, once again, I got to get my hands dirty. Grab him by the back of his head. Whoa, Remember whoa. me, motherfucker. I dirty? did this you to you. 
bullshit. Like, I You're did this. Wrong. The fuck are you saying? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. You did it, dude, it there, Don. You got your little fucking lap doll to do it for you. It I'm... wasn't Tony D. It was stacks you put Kevin Grimes to the table. No, it was Tony. I fucking saw it with my it own was, eyes. No, it was, it, was, it was fucking stacks. It, it was Tony. Tony. It was stacks. It was Tony. It was not Tony. It was stacks. I will fucking pull this shit up right now. Don't you lie to me. I'm pulling this shit up right now. And a fucking lie to me on my own fucking show. It's some bullshit. Alright, where we go? Where the fuck? Alright, where is it? Alright, we got a room. Then, then there's a... Oh, yeah, that's super... The, the super fairy. I ain't talking about him. Alright, where we go? Didn't take kindly to Cameron Grant. Okay, here we go. Alright. And the computer's running slow, so I'm waiting for this thing to fucking load. But anyway, I'm telling you right now, I swear to God. I swear to the gods. Let's see. Alright, hold on. Hold on. We got... Let's see. Cameron Grimes. Dax is punching him. He punches him. Boom! There's Tony. Picks him up. Puts him through the fucking table. There you go. Alright. Alright, Stan. Corrected. Alright, hold on. You happy now? You actually did a damage for yourself for once. We're making you a little fucking laptop yeah. to it for you. Yeah. I made him remember. I fucking did this to him. You'll remember that. Made a big fucking mistake. Okay? Really? I'm the Yeah, it's a fucking mistake to say no to the Don. You got two hey, choices. Say, you can say, be I'll on say, the good I'll side or you can be on the bad I'll side. I'll be on the bad side right now. What are you gonna do about it? Come on. You're not gonna be up there, Mr. Don Mr. Don. I'll give you Irish ass kicking. Irish ass kicking, then I'll make you kick my Irish ass and make you eat some Irish stew. Well, what are you gonna do? Whack me with a box of lucky charms? No, I'm gonna think you whack him like you with a fucking uh, fuck shillelagh. I'm gonna take my nuts and marinara something make you lick and make your little taste taste back fucking home. Sorry, your nuts ain't good enough for marinara. Ah, 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 it'd be a hard time to find yours. I know exactly where there are. They're smacking off your mama's ass. Ah, 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 okay, okay, okay. And your mom said that was magically delicious. And what did you do? Bite your head off? Nah, 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 nah. Just that... She said thank you after the end, and she left. And left me some money for the end. Please, my mother don't even tip the cab driver. I ain't buying that shit. <laughs> All right, all right. Hey, a side note, everybody. We don't really mean this any sort of way, though, do we, if any? I mean, right now we don't. <laughs> that argument, I mean, this will be I'll... good. This will be clear. This right now is a work. What we just did earlier was a shoot. We were shooting. We, yeah, were, we shooting. were shooting. We were shooting. That, that, I don't <laughs> want people getting it twisted thinking, oh, did they just plan that whole thing? No, we didn't. That, that last shit was a shoot. This is a work. This is a work. The last shoot I warned you, that, that shoot I warned you about. All that no. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say all that shit about the sleeping and you know all that shit. That was a shoot. We were shooting at the 41 minute mark. We were shooting. This is this this stuff right now. This was the work. This was the bit. That's it's confusing because people don't understand. Like that's you, that's literally how we handle shit. There's a fight. There's an I argument. There's some people. insults, and then we just forget about it. And then we just forget about right. it. Forget about it. Uh, at, and we say what racist shit to each other all the time. We're like yeah yeah yeah. But anybody else does it. Like what the fuck did you just say to us? <laughs> I'm sorry. I think Elvis and I are the only two people who really like give you crap about your Italian heritage. Maybe Desmond, but not there yet. Um, just saying. No, Elvis doesn't really give me crap. He just likes to talk with an Italian accent. You're the only one that gives me crap. He doesn't oh, give me crap. He just calls. Yeah, he just goes. It's a benebucci. He just loves to do that. It's a benebucci. It's a benebucci. And we just keep going till yeah, we right. run out of shit to say, and then we talk normal. Hard for you to talk normal. Well, on that note, we're gonna move on here, and that's next match of the evening we got oh, a Jesus best of three Christ. series um match one nathan <sighs> fraser goes one-on-one -on -one against axiom it's not axiom it's Sin Cara version 2.0. He looks identical to Sin Cara. Except for the problem is, that motherfucker doesn't have to use a mid trampoline to do this fucking monkey bullshit. It was spot monkey bullshit. Back and forth, high and flying. It was a pimple. Doink, 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 doink. It was, a, it was like watching circus. No, 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 no. It sucked. It was horrible. I'll never get this mess back from my life. I wanted Gosh, my, my eyes out of my fucking head. You take this one right now. Fuck it. Okay, well, we now figured out what kind of match we're getting here. Because I thought maybe this is going to be a two out of three falls match. Turns out it's a best of three, which means that these two just fought tonight. That means they're probably going to have a match next week. And then if Nathan Fraser wins next week, there'll be a third match. Or Axiom wins a second time, and then we don't see this again. I hope we fucking don't. But yeah, I'm pretty much everything Zach said. It's, it's a spot fest. Can I ask you something? Sure. 
this Axiom look like Sankara? Identical? I mean, I see some similarities. I wouldn't no, say identical. No, there's no similarities. It's 100% to the copy fucking the teeth. He's copying the same goddamn gimmick. No, 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 no. The mask looks similar, but it's not the same gimmick. Because Sankara was just a, a mass luchador, and that was fucking it. Axiom apparently does some type of shit with numbers and all that. He's basically, it's basically goodwill hunting and and flipping. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for him to ask Nathan if he likes apples. <laughs> do you like apples? Yeah. Well, I won the best of three. How do you like them apples? Okay. And then we cut to... All right, I'm going to be honest here. I forgot Zach was working a double today. And I realized before during during the commercial break, then he had to go um take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and while I was taking the Browns to the Super Bowl, Carmelo was being interviewed. Zach, did you see this interview? No. All right, then I'm going to do something rare here on the Boochcast. Uh-oh. I'm going to play the clip because I didn't fucking see it. <laughs> It wasn't until I got out of the bathroom and the main event was starting that Zach finally messaged me and said, hey, I just got off work and I'm watching NXT. Otherwise, I'd have held it in a little bit. But anyway, Zach, I'm going to need you to be quiet for about 44 seconds while I play this clip. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's the clip. Next week is the one-year anniversary of NXT 2.0. Yeah, you're talking about the year of Mello, right? Look, Hello. I done beat everybody there is to be. I done done everything there is to do. I am the A champion, and I am the face of NXT. I got that vote in the bag. You don't even know who your opponent is next week. What? Hold on, my opponent? Who's left for me to beat? It's up to the WWE Universe to decide who you'll be defending the NXT no, North American Championship no, against no, next week. No, listen, hey, no, wait. How do you know that? Listen, the WWE Universe doesn't decide who I defend my championship against. I decide who I defend my championship against. You can vote. Oh, oh, oh. I, I can vote. You hear? I can vote. I can vote. Man, let's get out of here, man. I can vote. Okay, so apparently the we get to vote on who will challenge Carmelo for the North American Championship. You know who I would love to vote for to come back? Who? Bro. I really want to stab you right now. Bro. How dare you come onto my show and spew slanderous filth. I do not appreciate smut and filth on my show. We'll you owe you owe my you owe the listeners an apology for that smut and filth. Sorry for speaking the truth. Smut and filth. <laughs> It'll be way better. Would you, I know what you're gonna fucking say. I will kill you. This day starts with a K. I don't know any wrestlers named Kyle. All right, so we're moving on right now. <laughs> Okay, I don't, I'm, I'm checking the WWE website right now. I don't know where we can vote, or I don't know if it's going to be something where we're voting, like, as the show's going on or whatever, but, oh, they got a poll right here. Tell you what, after the main event, we're going to vote, right, we're going to vote after the main event. I just found it, so, you guys ready? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do this live, we're going to do this right here on the Boochcast. We're going to pick... All the voting. You ready? Let's do the main event. All right. We move on to the main event of the evening. We got some tag team action. Gallus versus Braun Breaker and Tyler Bate. One hell of a main event. I thought this was just great. Everybody got the moves in. Gallus did. Tyler Bate. Braun Breaker did. But know what I loved? When, um, before they went to commercial break, uh, Breaker and uh, uh, Tyler did that uh, hose and that uh, guy that went through his legs and just started woofing. And he put his, and uh, he's like, woof, 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 woof. I thought about this was good. I the Met Bate took a fucking beating, but at the end, uh, right team won, and also JD McDonough had to come and put a sneaky little move on uh, poor Tyler there. And then Barker tried to shade the dead, they stared each other down. Maybe we'll see one, we're gonna probably see next week JD McDonough against Tyler Bate. Benny, what do you think about this man in tonight? Well, well, first of all, let me clarify that that thing that Breaker did where he went between Tyler's legs that is a classic Steiner Brothers pose. Back in the day when Rick, okay. when the Steiner brothers were wrestling, remember how Rick, Rick Steiner was a dog-faced gremlin? So he would kind of get down on all fours, and Steiner would be there kind of holding onto his shoulders, and Rick would be like a dog barking, and Steiner would be like the guy holding him back. And sometimes he would pose like with his double biceps up, but other times he had his hand on Rick's shoulders holding them back. Or anytime he tagged him into the ring, he would hype him up like a dog, like, come on, boy, come on, boy, go fetch. And then he'd just like run around and be like, that was his whole thing. So that right there was a, a classic side. And of course, the other moment where um, Braun had one of the guys up on his shoulders and Tyler came off the top with the bulldog. That was the Steiner's yeah, finishing that. move. Because Scott, Scott Steiner would hold the guy up on the shoulders and Rick would come off the top with the bulldog. 
Or sometimes Rick would come off the bulldog and the person would be already on the ground. But the finisher was up on the shoulders. And it was basically a, a different version of the Doomsday device, which was made famous by the Road Warriors, where Animal would hold somebody up on the shoulders. The only difference is instead of a bulldog, Hawk would come off with a flying clothesline. And that was called the Doomsday device. But the Steiners did their version, only it was a bulldog. So basically, he would have him up on his shoulders, turn around and turn his back to Rick, and Rick would jump, grab the back of the head, come down with the bulldog. They kind of did some Steiner Brothers moments right there. But So the nostalgia was good, as well as the other spots that everybody did. You know, uh, Breaker hitting the vicious spear. Bait with the discus lariat. Hits the Tyler Driver 97. One, two, three. It's over. And then after the match, McDonough comes out and, you know, does that move where he kind of hits like a high knee, knocking Braun out of the ring. And then drops Bait with his finisher, the devil inside. And then quickly takes off. So it's like they're trying to continue. I feel like they're trying to build a feud between J.D. McDonough and Tyler Bate because I don't know if they're really ready yet to put J.D. McDonough back in the NXT title picture. So I think it'd be weird to rush him back into a feud with Braun Breaker. Or they could just do another Tyler Bate versus uh, Braun Breaker match. Well, I'm sure at some point they will, but right now they're they're friends and on the same page. So I don't see them fighting each other anytime soon. No, I understand that. I understand that. All right. You said about this poll. What's this poll? All right. So basically these are the fans fans get to vote and uh, and basically we'll see if we can agree on these. So basically they're going to ask questions, we submit them and then which whatever gets the most votes, either that's going to be the match or that's going to be the opponent. It's kind of like the Taboo Tuesday they used to have mm-hmm. where you got mm-hmm. to vote for shit. Oh. So, mm-hmm. okay, I'll ask the questions and the choices and then we'll decide who gets what. So first is okay. what should the stipulation be for Pretty Deadly against the Creed brothers? Keep in mind they're fighting for the NXT Tag Team titles. Our choices are Tornado Tag, No Disqualification, Steel Cage. No Disqualification. No Disqualification? Yeah. I'm kind of thinking Steel Cage. Mm, you know what? I'll go with Steel Cage shoe. Yeah. Just because I feel like yeah. No DQ would let Damon give him reason to interfere. Tornado Tag is just disorganized and lazy booking. So Lazy booking. I would go with a Steel Cage because I feel like this would be the final battle for Pretty Deadly and the Creed Brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. So let's end it in a cage. And that be- way it's not all over the place. Think exactly. about it. One camera's over there and another camera's over there. You can't really watch everybody at once in a steel cage. You can't. Yeah. Go with that. Okay. And so far, 15% of the vote is tornado tag. 16% of the vote is no DQ. And 69, my favorite number, 69% voted steel cage. <laughs> 69, dudes. <laughs> 69, dude, dude. All right, so we're going to move on. All right. And now we got the next one here. Um, Here it is. Okay. Who should be Carmelo Hayes' next challenger for the North American title? Here are the choices we got. Von Wagner, Wesley, Joe Gacy. Oh, shit. I know who I want. And yeah, probably the same person, Von Wagner. Hmm, Von Wagner's good. I was thinking Joe Gacy. Nah, I'm about to disagree with you on that. All right. Maybe Joe Gacy, but I'd rather see Von Wagner because he's an ultimate heel and I'm tired of Carmelo Hayes having the title belt. But otherwise, not. I'd rather see Von Wagner around than Joe Gacy. All right. I feel like what we can do here... Trying to see if I got any quarters. You should. There's a huge stack of them right near your de- on your desk. You mean on my your desk? Yeah. Uh, remember, I'll always mess with them. And you always take it away from them because I'm making too much noise. Yeah, you were making. T- All right, here it is. I found it. Okay, so I'm gonna flip a coin, and obviously I'm okay. on the honor system, but I don't cheat with these. Heads, we we vote Von Wagner. Tails, we vote Joe Gacy. Okay. Okay. And it is tails. Damn it. So we're going to go with Joe Gacy. Right. We're going to go with Joe Gacy. I disagree, but okay. Okay. We go with Vlog Wagner. I'm going to laugh. Oh, it'll be great. Hey, I'll still enjoy it, but I don't think, I, I definitely don't want it to be Wesley. No, no. And right Let now, that happen, though. 12% of the vote has Von Wagner, 74% has Wesley, and 14% has Joe Gacy. So we're fucked. Well, depends how many more people vote, but it looks like right now, Wesley is the uh, logical pick here, is the, the pick they're going to go with, and um, oh, oh God, man. I hope not. 
Oh, no, I hope not either, Deb, bro. All right, what's if, the next one? Uh, let this... <laughs> okay, well, we already voted for this one. Which one was that? Uh, right now, that's the only two. All right, all right. They don't seem okay. to be any... I, I thought they, I thought we'd have more choices. Well, maybe, in the, maybe later we'll have more. Okay, if there's any more in the coming weeks, we'll... Or coming... Yeah, in the coming days, we'll talk and come up with something. But for now, that's what we're stuck with. And, um, yeah, so that, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up this recap of NXT. Uh, Zach, thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule to join us, and uh, we hope to see you on the next one. And I promise you this time I will be. All right. <laughs> we better be, because after what went or down... what? What are you going to fucking do? Bitch, whine, cry like you usually do, or you could actually come over and strangle them. Well, I do know where you live, but um, what I, I was trying... I know where you live. I have a car. I got Uber. Yeah. If you're willing to spend the money, <laughs> go ahead. But uh, what I was what I was going to say, smartass, is <laughs> with what went down at All Out, you would want to be here tomorrow. Because fucking Dynamite's going to be insane. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. And That's what I was saying. Oh, of course I'm going to watch it. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Google Podcast. Google Podcast. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite host site and follow us there or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash theboochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Be sure to check out our uh, latest episode of the Male Soap Opera Moment uh, where Wednesday and I gave our predictions for Clash of the Castle. Find out who was right and who was wrong and be on the lookout for the recap of Clash at the Castle coming soon to the Boochcast Facebook page. Also, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at theboochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos Go to our YouTube channel, check out all of our video content, and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted. Also, make sure you're following us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, November 26th for WWE Survivor Series. Uh, we're going to be getting together for the big event. Uh, details will be coming soon once life gets figured the fuck out. Also, we got our uh, big uh, D&D show coming soon as well as our Boochcast booking battle and another special treat that we got coming your way once all the kinks have been worked out. Also, you can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels you can donate at. Our first level is 99 cents per month. One dollar. That's for people out there who don't have a lot of money to spend but still like to put a little skin in the game and help us out. Also, we have our second level which is $4.99, $5 per month. The same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99 per month same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States ever since they sold to the Peacock you got nowhere to put that $9.99 so to that $9.99 bring it over here we got better content in the network and unlike All Elite Wrestling we care about our fans are dedicated to giving the people what they want you have the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay now the best part is all the money that we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment. We used to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and you believe they're to be paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then, if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the recipe mm. sleepyhead here, his ramen noodles, and try yeah. to get him laid despite whatever bullshit he was spewing earlier in the show. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Boochcast. Talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. À la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again.